Wine. Wine. Is this uh, W-I-N-E that would have, that, or W-H-I-N-E? Right. The, the latter would be wine. No. Which is different than Hawaiian. Hawaiian? Neither of which is the topic. The topic is wine. <laughs> so wine is a very broad topic. Yeah. I'm a, I'm a very big fan of wine. Really? Uh, yeah. I uh, Wine is my preferred alcoholic drink. Hmm. Uh, beer uh, doesn't sit well with me. Mm. I get full after one beer randomly um you just don't like it i just don't like it and i it, it, like it and the, the problem is like the worst beers are my favorite beers so like i like the <laughs> you know what are like, the worst beer what, well i mean what like the beer the worst beer well like the light beers you know like the oh. no, you know like the you know like, you're saying worst like um from a from a beer cr- critic, snob. from a yeah, critical yeah, yeah. So like, point of view like bud light and corona light are my those you are know, the, if i have to drink beer <laughs> michelob ultra ugh, no not michelob ultra i do have some you see the standards <laughs> a, uh natty light i have my ugh, natty light that was in college that's a, well i think yeah. of that right i think of that as the the high school college it's literally the if champagne you were to, beers if you were, call it, right? no if that's a that was miller high life the champagne miller high life was the champagne, champagne of, of beers, beers yeah. which is such a good slogan i love i would love to be in the room when the ad agency um came up with that. came up with or pitched that yeah and then Boy, uh, they, they gave some themselves some high fives well, afterwards. It, <laughs> or i mean it could have been a begrudging thing like the champagne of beers and they're like really is this the best okay, okay fine i guess yeah, we'll it, go that, with it i bet they left i bet when they first were doing that it was the, the the ad guys working for miller high life were were so annoyed with the account <laughs> and they're like they probably had like a sarcastic yeah you know so yeah, what do you they, think you are the champagne of beers right right and they put that in as like the joke version well, of their presentation yeah that just to like because we know you won't pick this one but we just wanted to but, show it to but you but then somebody uploaded the wrong version of the presentation <laughs> for the client and then they're like oh i guess this is what we're going the with. champagne of beers that's great i mean somebody saw it and liked it and it just kept going yeah uh, but somebody tasted it and didn't like it, uh, mm. and they kept on going. It is funny how divorced the um, messaging and advertising for beer is from the beer itself. So ha- when I was a child, having never consumed beer for the first, whatever, 15 years of my life, I still had, before I ever drank any beer, had strong ass- advertising created associations with different beer brands right you right. had you had a taste you had some, less filling you had a, all the super bowl about, ads and all the right yeah exactly super bowl ads and the budweiser budweiser clydesdales and the um mm. all, all the things majestic right majestic animals right what's weird is back in the 80s and 90s you you didn't have um a lot of i guess technically imported beers that we take for granted now like the whole craft beer you know the idea of like um, Sam Adams was this exotic beer, right? Um, you, you know, kind of beyond the big three. Uh, and what were the big three? Coors, uh, Coors, Miller, and Budweiser. Miller and Budweiser. What was Michelob then? Is it, it was uh, a I sub assume, brand of one of those? Right. Uh, yeah, right. I assume it's owned by one of okay. them. But now they're all owned by like Imbev, whatever. Anheuser Imbev or something like that. It's the, right? yeah, Every, it's, yeah. it's, now there's like one conglomerate that yeah. owns everything like, except for the what the other conglomerate. But that's all beer. We're not talking about beer. The beer. Yeah, we're just the, articulating the, the, the thing that doesn't sit well with you with all of that is, is beer. Um, so I do. Wine is is probably my preferred alcoholic drink. Um, Are there any uh, situations where you feel though that like I shouldn't order wine here because it'd be weird? Yeah. At a bar, it's so. Here's the thing: is like when I, when I go up to a bar. Now, now we're not talking about like a cocktail bar. Uh, uh, you know, a bar where you might go sit down at the bar and have an actual bartender who will make you a nice drink. Like, no, I'm imagining like a, the, in those situations, I'll get a martini, I'll get an old fashioned, I'll get a Manhattan. Those are my go-to like cocktails. But if you're at a bar that has like 
like let's just say uh, a sports bar or something something with loud music and maybe a dance floor somewhere or there's a lot of tv screens going where it's not the place where they're going to make you a nice drink you just need to get a drink yeah like that's my worst place because i don't really like i like nice cocktails like a martini as i said or the others but i don't really like a vodka soda. Right. I don't like the simple, you know, the, like the, the quickie cocktails. The quickie cocktails. I just don't like. They just don't sit well with me. And, and then I don't like beers we've covered. And then wine is like, oh. So why so is wine, oh, in that scenario? Because. Because you don't trust the. I don't trust it. The and wine in that. And it's usually, you know, comes out of like a like an oversized bottle that has a cork stuck in it that yeah. hasn't been opened up for a couple of days. Well, you, you have know, no how, idea. Often, how often has the wine been opened? Who you knows? Know, yeah, been ordered. And then it usually comes in like a, either a little plastic cup or, uh, yeah, because, yeah, like a little, it doesn't come in like a wine glass. Or if it does come in a wine glass, it's like a dirty, smudged wine glass. It's, it's, it's not a wine glass environment. It's not a wine glass environment. Right. Um, so I don't think I, I rarely order wine in those situations. Okay. So um, what do you order? Well, I think my go-to kind of rail bar drink, if you will, is uh, rail drink would be like a Jack and uh, either a Jack and ginger um, or a Jack and diet um, or a vodka soda with maybe a splash of crayon. If we're gonna really get you into it, you abbreviate everything. Is that part of it? Um, splash of crayon. I don't. <laughs> I I mean I do, but I don't think I'm being clever i think i'm just following the the, That's the norms. yeah okay. around the jargon around this i'm not this is me revealing how little i order in that environment yeah um, yeah and 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 uh, yeah again i'm not i'm not trying to be cute right, right. well i mean i can't <laughs> can't help it i can't help, I can't help that no but i'm not you know, it's just what i uh, i believe uh to be so but i the other thing i like uh, in in the wine family is uh, is sparkling wine is mm. you know champagne prosecco cava you know things in that um in that vein and i'm not actually that picky around those like i if it's got bubbles and it tastes like wine yeah yeah it's mildly interchangeable it's kind of like the the carbonation helps cover the quality of the wine like whether it's good or bad (laughs) i mean i've had i've had sips of very or i've had glasses of very expensive champagne or Mm -hmm. things like that i'm like "Mm -hmm." i i I, can you tell the difference what can you tell the difference between because i've had wine that i taste i'm like this is bad well this all right so so what can i tell the difference between i can tell when it's bad like and i just don't like it um but then this is this is maybe my pet peeve with the wine uh with wine as a cultural phenomenon okay because just to answer your question i need to get into my pet peeve and my pet peeve is there's a whole uh, vocabulary around wine, mm. and now, now, are you talking about the the, the punchline? The the like, oh, they use you know nice corners. This thing has uh, sturdy legs. You know yeah, all the, that, the, and like, oh, uh, it's light, it's crisp, it's dry, it's well. Some sp- of those strike me as just adjectives, useful adjectives. No, no, but no, some no. of them get into like sort of like silly territory, right? And and notes of this, and notes of fritrit, right. citrus, or other things like that. So. All of those adjectives, though, that and I know a lot of them are just common. You know, do you want an oaky, buttery Chardonnay, or do you want a more fruit-forward, you know, Merlot? I don't even, you know. Sure. No, I've been on, I've been to a number of vineyards. I've been on a number of wine tastings, and I've tried a bunch of different ones, and I have a lot of wines that I like, but I still don't have that basic vocabulary to mm. describe wines. I really don't. Mm. Like medium-bodied, full-bodied, light, and. But I know what I like, and I, the thing is, I'm also, right. I, I would say I'm a wine slut in the sense of hmm. I am not that picky. Well, that's the thing. I find that that I have a kind of hard um, drop-off where it's like there's a there's a bunch of things I, I like, I generally mm-hmm. like, and I, I'm like you, I'm not terribly discerning. And then 
But if I don't like it, it's like, oh, no, I just don't li-. like it. It's sort of binary. Yeah. Maybe and that's, maybe that's just a result of my unrefinement is just I like it or I don't like it. There's not a whole lot of middle middle ground. Um, yeah. And so it's 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 one of those things where I wish I had a better vocabulary mm. to describe what types of wines that I do like. And so I just kind of have some you know, some grapes that I know that I like or right. some things that I'm like, or I'll just like, well, I know, I guess I've had, you know, you and I go to that, that one Italian place that we right. go to, um, occasionally and we'll, we'll always we order, order the bottle of Montepulciano we'll or because that's, I was just thinking about that. And, and considering how the fact, like every time we have that, I am, this is, this is obviously uh, counter to the thing I just said. I always feel like I like it, but I don't love it every single time. I'm like, that's this funny. is fine. You know, cause I, I kind of feel you, the same way. You really, no, but okay. I, I only... And if it, I, anything, I was just thinking like, oh, next time we go there, let's order something that's not the Montepulciano. Yeah. You know? Let's do it. Let's order the whatever. Chianti. Oof. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> no, it, it's funny. Is like... But I like it. I think I like it more become because it's become like our thing. It's like mm. that we... Yeah. When we sure. go there and we are having wine, we, we do order and we just know we order that. Right. And I, that's partly... I, I also like... Um, I can sometimes be paralyzed by decisions, mm. by the, you, the, you, you prefer by too many choice. constraints I, I, I and things that force a decision. Constraints, even if they're artificial constraints. Right. Uh, so that's one of the reasons uh, that I have persisted in being a vegetarian or now pescatarian mm-hmm. um, is because when I open up a menu, I know that I can just eliminate all the meat uh, <laughs> options right away. So there's a utility from, yeah. to having fewer choices. Yeah. And it's like, oh, okay, so do I want this pasta right. or do I want or that salad, <laughs> this tofu thing? Or, yeah. you know, and, and, and you, you like those, those options yeah, well it, enough it, and it, it helps you eliminate all the chicken and fish and yes. uh, steak dishes. It serves me largely well. It, it, the, 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 the utility for me in having, in the situations where it's helpful to have the constraints of, not needing to order the meat. Yeah. Far outweigh situations where it's like, oh, you know what? I wish I had one or two more options. I feel so. I, I agree about having fewer options. Most and and one of the th- one of my one of the things I've probably said too many times to too many different people is, if you're in a restaurant, is I wish I wish there were a just have the chef bring me something option at almost every restaurant, because I don't care that much, and deciding is not fun. Hmm. And if we're at a decent place, whatever they bring me is going to be good, right? It's like, it's a good, it's a good menu. It's a good restaurant. It's going to be fine. I don't want to choose. But do you want to know what's, what, what is going to come out? I mean, or would it just be like, just just literally just, I just want to have a conversation. I don't want to pay attention to the menu right now. I want to talk to the people I'm with and I want food to show up. That's Hmm. what I want to have happen. Hmm. Um, And whatever in, I would like to be required to provide the least amount of information necessary to make that happen. So maybe it's, you know, food allergies and, and dietary restrictions. Sure. Maybe it's how hungry are you? Do you want the like small, medium or large, mm-hmm. you, you know? Um, and then maybe if there's some broad choices, you know, if you're at a brunch place, is it sweet or savory or something like that? But whatever, whatever that minimal amount of information is to where they can say like, great, we will now bring you something. That's yeah. it. Uh, or like if you go to a sushi place, it's like you're getting sushi. Like that you, when you walk into the restaurant, you've self-sorted into the kind of food you're going to get. Um, and you don't care what sushi you get yeah, from there. Yeah. yeah. It's like, I'm sure it's good. Um, yeah. You know, that maybe they say, are you feeling adventurous or not? Right? Yeah. And, and it's like, okay, if, if the answer is no, you're going to get some kind of basic stuff. And if it is, you're going to get the weird, you know, whatever. Chris. So one thing is, if you just say, bring me whatever the chef suggests under these, you know, here are my... Here, here are my preferences mm-hmm. in broad categories. So you, you know, bring what you suggest. You also uh, have to trust that the restaurant is 
uh, of a quality or a reputation enough that they will truly bring you what the the chef thinks right. is best. Right, that, that's not like, just a oh, cover we've, for. We've got to push the salmon. Right, you know, it's going to go. This bad, is why I so, generally never yeah. order the special because yeah. I think of that as like, oh, they're trying to get rid of something, which I know is not fair to like restaurants that legitimately have a special, but. Um, Yes, you, you would have to trust that, like, this is why I'm imagining a restaurant where that's kind of the gimmick, is that they just always bring you something that, you know, the, the menu changes a lot, and they just bring you whatever. Um, nevertheless, I feel the same way about wine. Hmm. I feel like just saying, bring me some wine. Bring me whatever wine goes with what I just ordered. Yeah. I don't want to think about this. I don't know any, there's no way I know more than you, the waiter. But there's, when you say there's no way that you know more than the waiter uh, about wine, that's that 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 may be true and and but like it also may not be you know? okay so let me say it, let me say it differently then i would like to suggest that the restaurant would have a resource who does know more than most patrons like mm-hmm. if somebody walks in who knows all about wine and wants just to dictate what they want fine but i would i would argue that most people walking into a restaurant have only broad ideas about what they want yeah and that it would be better it kind of, basically it's the same thing i'm saying about the menu it'd be better if they said you know red or white or even like i you know when people say red or white i'm like i know that broadly speaking i like i prefer red to white but i don't really care <laughs> it's really something that i would rather somebody say this is a good wine for the food yeah and well i mean that's i mean obviously with the tasting menus they often do sure you know, the, the, but that's the pairing, sometimes you know? that's that's sort of a set up as a premium thing yeah and it's like um, more food and more wine than, than I generally want. It's like, yeah, I yeah. only want a glass or two of wine. And so just, just bring me that, hmm. like make this much more, less of a special thing, like, Oh, a special tasting menu with, spe- with five different kinds of wine. It's like, no, literally just do what an educated person looking at the wine menu would do yeah. like the wine. So really what I'm trying to say is for me anyway, going to a restaurant is an, is a, is a time to, uh, be social with the people I'm with. And, a not insignificant amount of of the the requirements around ordering, interaction with the staff, selecting wines, all of that is a distraction from the reason you're there. Yeah, it's packaging, and so I think the restaurants see this as like part of the experience. Like this is part of what people come for, and I'm saying no. Yeah, it's a thing you put up with, and sometimes and and some restaurants, you know, if you have if a good good wait staff and so on, um, it's not it's relatively painless, but it's still. Um, if if there if they could if there was a telepathic restaurant that could read your mind and bring you what you wanted that'd be better right like that to me anyway that would be the interaction with the waiter is not a thing that I value it's just sort of because it's a cost you, I'm paying cause you're uh, a horrible introvert and and you don't you don't you don't get energy from other people so you don't get energy from interacting with a with a waiter I get and and, and that you see it as just a drain I, I, on your I, psyche this is a this is a uh, unfair characterization well of I, all I know of that. I'm setting I'm setting it up to be <laughs> to be refuted yeah uh, what I'm saying is interacting with people is a um, chore for it, you no that's not true <laughs> I, I promise you I have an end to this sentence. Okay. Um, all you have to do is wait for it. Uh, <laughs> interacting with people takes a lot of energy. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a uh, energetically expensive thing to do for, a, for an introvert like me to do, which I don't mind. I don't mind paying that cost in terms of energy and attention um, for people I want to interact with. And so if I'm in an environment, if I'm going to, din- uh, uh, to, to dinner with friends, I have already budgeted that energy and attention for the people I'm with. That's why I'm here. I'm here to spend that attention and spend that energy. So interacting with a waiter is, is some of that budget 
on something that doesn't do anything for me. Like, yes, it's nice to interact with a fellow human being, and, but there's no, there's no version of that that I wouldn't rather have it be rounded down to zero. <laughs> there's okay. no, you know what I mean? Yeah. There's, you, you want, you want the, the robot to bring out your food. Yeah. I would <clears> like <throat> a friendly person to just come with a plate and say, here's your food. Do you have any questions? Like one of my most, uh, my least favorite parts of, of every restaurant experience is when they come around 10 minutes, 15 minutes after they've delivered your food and said, how is everything? And the answer is it was fine until you came here. Especially I, when they interrupt a story. Yeah, or, I mean, I, because I've just started eating it. I'm kind of getting into the food, and I'm in the middle of talking with the people, finally, because we finally ordered them, and our food is here. And, you, like, why, just just look over here. If we've, if there's a problem, you should be able to detect it on the, t- on the table. Or I'll be waving over, like, hey, I need whatever, right? I, like, it, it, would, it is nice if I can, um, if there's somebody I can make eye contact with who will come over if we have a problem. But that's the only scenario, is when there is a problem. Please don't come interrupt us. And so, but that, but that's, that's just me. The, uh, what'd you say? Horrible introvert. Uh, I don't yeah. know. We, we could pretty, go, pretty sure it was horrible. Can we, can we go back you to went, review you, the tape? You went ahead and said, uh, horrible. I don't think horrible. I, I don't think I think, sorry, pa- pause for replay. You're a horrible introvert, a horrible introvert, horrible introvert, a horrible, 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 horrible. I did not mean to put a value. So when you when you slathered over a value judgment colored paint all over that. Yeah, I meant to. You didn't mean to. I would. Here's what it really is. What about what about we're talking about restaurants. So what about at home? What about at home? Do you ever drink wine at home? Almost never because Jess, my wife, has determined that alcohol almost always triggers a headache, making it not worth it to drink alcohol kind of at all. So if I open up a bottle of wine at home, it's either me alone drinking wine, which is not the worst thing, but I'm not going to drink a bottle all at once. I just, I'm just not. Not with that attitude. Right. And, um, you know, if we have people over, sure. I I like wine. Um, But Mm. unlike a beer, which you can open, it's a single serving wine doesn't come as a single serving so it's so it's rare yeah we have we have wine almost exclusively to bring over to other people's houses that's 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 our that's what our supply of wine is mostly (laughs) for so one thing about the single serving of wine so they they, there are single servings or smaller servings of wine right you know that do exist um so uh there there are a couple other scenarios where i do have wine or i have ordered wine one um back at a bar I, i i i've been at a couple different bars um where again not cocktail bars and kind of like discotheques if you will or dance clubs and where i uh in fact ordered uh like prosecco or or, or yeah. champagne and it, they and they gave me a, like my little mini bottle really yeah like a little you know that's adorable yeah, it was adorable it was d- dis- disgusting oh really yeah it was well, just it, bad quality it's just that that version of it that oh. brand of it right yeah. i've had the mini bottles that are fine the, you know, but, but not that one but not that one um didn't stop me from having a couple of them though. um <laughs> this is gross bring me more yeah uh and then the other is on the amtrak uh which i uh have been known to take uh between let's say uh, new york and dc or new york and boston and uh in the cafe car the amtrak brand wine it's not amtrak brand but the, the wine that <laughs> it might amtrak, as well be might as well be um there is uh they have like a half bottle and then like a single serving and maybe even a full bottle uh but you it's like better ounce for ounce deal if you will is if you get like, i think the half bottle oh is that right yeah hmm. uh and, and with a straw <laughs> you might as well, i mean i think you they might have actually outlawed straws we should that's another topic uh straws straws and, yeah uh okay next topic <laughs>